listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I ain't get the roll no weed. I ain't get the roll no swishers. I was locked up on Christmas. I ain't get to see my niggas. Ain't get to hug my mama. Couldn't even give her no kisses. Can't even post on my Instagram because these pussy niggas be snitching. Everybody acting suspicious. Might probably say that I'm tripping when I'm all alone in my jail cell. I tend to get in my feelings and all the smoke's that loud. Don't pass me no midget. And I'm smoking all my pain away because that's the only thing gonna heal it. I don't understand that these women who go around pretending as if they really fuck with me. So I love them all from a distance because the same bitch takes you down a ride. Be the main one who tricking. Got Molly mixed with promethazine because every time I wake up in the morning, I got murder on my mind. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're live, getting it in just before the deadline, ready to do some podcasting at night time. Mm-hmm. It's a quiet storm. Only people who get this is the people who watch the Field of Walking Dead. Yeah, if you got premium and you listen to, um, y'all get Fear the slow jams. And you listen to Field of Walking Dead, then you already kind of know how we, uh, how we get down at this time Good of the nights. night. Yeah. Okay. We just out here trying to, trying to make it do what it do for all the lovers. Yeah. It's, uh, all the, the sexy people out there. Message. And I'll be sure to get back with you. All the people calling from the jailhouse. I'd like to dedicate this song to Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie Sanders to the Democratic primary. He is back. He is back in the house, ain't he? And he is making a request. We got to break it on down. Down, down. In the daytime. The economic anxiety. I got to break it down. I like to send this from all the fashion, high fashion brands to blackface. Am I getting you? In my bedroom, no. cause then we have to stop. stop. I'd rather wait till everyone's fast asleep and do it in the kitchen on the tabletop. Oh, we got to break it on down. Yeah, it's all the Brandy Bros. Welcome back. Dose Vidalia, my friends. It's good to see my Russians, my Russian bots yeah. back on their ground. Russian robots, they back in the house, ain't they? Come through with my mentions. Have me the smithereens. They got to break it on down. Can you hear me? Oh, I hear you, Bernie. They got to break it on down. What about that candlelight? Candlelight? No. I don't, I don't think, think so. Mm. I'm, I'm keeping on you niggas. <laughs> but yeah, we're live late at night, if you can't tell. Right. Um, doing some podcast and I took a nap and then I woke up and we went and got something to eat and I was like, you know what, Karen, I want to do the podcast. I'm full of energy. And she was like, I'm tired. And I said, okay, well, we don't have to do it. And then she was like, you know what, fuck it. Let's do it. And then we doing a podcast. We may as well. Yeah, because I was watching, uh, being so, serena being serena 
on hulu and it's actually really good i think i'm at the third part i don't know if it got three or four parts but it is really good it uh it actually gave me a uh, a better insight on serena i already thought that uh serena was outstanding like from the get-go but to actually see the documentary and uh see because they, they cover uh while she was pregnant they cover uh the tournament she did while she was pregnant it was like the one of them opens was australian opens while she was pregnant uh they covered her having the birth they like went through the birth process and then uh I, I'm, I'm almost finished with the one where she got married and they talked about the the, the toll on her body and the things she had to go through and the fear she was having and things like that like it really really um opened my eyes and it's one of those things where i am uh to the point where i'm honored to actually see a living legend like serena williams in my lifetime like she is literally a living legend um and i don't think she's going to get her praise and her due to till you know she's long gone retired um and i think that uh she just watching it just kind of encourages you i know for me that it encourages me and it just made me look at fear very differently because she talked about being the first time parent and and you know dealing with her blood clots and you know unknown uncertainties and things like that so it it was just really i i already respected her and what she did but it it, it just solidified my my feelings and my love for her and something else and you talked about it and i and i was was watching documentary I don't care what y'all say about that white man. That white man loved that woman. Uh, and when I oh, mean yeah. love, like, 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 not trying to be funny, like, you can see the sincerity and the love that he truly has for that woman. He loves her. Yeah, Alexis Ohanian definitely coming to the cookout. Um, so, I mean, people got a problem with that, then they just don't want no white people there. And that's fine. Go to the Blacks Only ho- uh, Hotel cookout. And, and you know what? That's one of the ones that I approve. He can come on in. Yeah, that dude. I mean, you really can't hate on that dude. Mm-mm. He um, he doing everything y'all say, honey. He background, you know. He like, look, I love support black women first. I'm 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 here, you know, for you, support you. Like, like the thing I like about him is it doesn't feel like it's pandering, really. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, you know, because I, you know, we know people that they're in interracial relationships and they have like, you know, like woke spouses and shit and there's like a level to it where sometimes it almost feel like people pandering where it's like they trying so hard all the time everything is on brand everything is like this hierarchy in their brain to the point where if someone like if like if a black woman said something completely ridiculous to this person they would have to find a way to like justify because in their minds they can't do the thing where they're like nah that is ridiculous it's sometimes black people can be ridiculous people like yeah you know it's okay to be like i trust black women but if somebody told me that alkaline in my diet is gonna lead to me not having a period and that's healthy i don't have to do the mental calculation of but a black person said it so i have mm-hmm. to honor that mm-hmm. like no 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 no. you can be like that's crazy and so like i like the 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 kind of like earnestness that he has and he's like a serena stan you know he first is. and foremost um 
but you know it's like like i said it doesn't feel to me like he's this hey guys i'm the woke white man and i just would like to come in and you know give a speech about how i have everything figured out and you know and other white people you need to listen to me as an ally you know like he doesn't do that he just love him from serena yeah he and does. that's all you gotta do for yeah. me anyway and she talked about how they like the opposites you know into the spectrum and things like that and you know it was just uh beautiful just watching her go through uh the journey you yeah know. it did originally air on hbo as the people saying in oh, the chat yeah. and i think our hulu has the hbo add-on so if oh, you have okay. hbo on demand you should still be able to go see it oh okay because I, I know i see i know hulu. i'm just help. i'm just helping the chat out thank go you ahead. i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt. oh no 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 problem um but uh i uh, like i said it was a very very like i said i'm not finished i think it has four parts to it i'm on mm. the i'm on like the m- kind of middle mid third part where she basically um uh her wedding and they're actually going through the parts where she's starting to go back on tour again um uh, for playing tennis and things like that and and even now to today man she just basically she cracked the first uh the top 10 mm-hmm. you know so you know today she just got back in the top 10 mm-hmm. rankings uh worldwide right so you know it's one of those things where you know she was saying how she you know her expectations are high and you know her having a child and thing like that she was like i you know lowering expectations that that ain't the bullshit i do you know and i can understand somebody that that has pushed themselves to be so excellent at everything they do and you know she you uh you got to see her going through the process of after the c-section and breastfeeding like the whole ordeal like you know you see serena but this was like actually really into her life like i like i i can't speak for nobody else but i've never seen it like this before oh uh, yep um so yeah while you was watching that i was taking a nap and it was good i probably should be nap. taking a nap too well it's all right now nah, do what you want to do you know um and uh uh everything and then like i said bernie came back into the race and um it's good to see him back i knew he was coming back um that poll yesterday we talked about kamala harris i told people she's number one of the people in the primary race so far of the people who have announced their candidacy for the president but bernie sanders and at the time joe biden were ahead of her now they did a new poll today i'm sure they'll be doing a million of these but it was like now it's joe biden behind her if he announces but you know those things probably change daily the point being bernie sanders has a real chance um i think um and i will vote for him if he makes it out of the primary i, I don't feel any i uh, will too yeah i don't feel any um uh animosity towards that dude in the way that i think a lot of people do um at this point uh maybe and maybe he's out one out as welcome maybe people are ready to finally uh have the conversations they didn't want to have in 2016 about him because they didn't like hillary clinton um and the thing i'm not doing though is arguing with people online i had to block somebody mm-hmm. this morning because they essentially tried to be cute but they wanted to have like an argument about you cannot like camilla harris it's not just about likability and i'm like i i never said that and i'm not implying that that it's because she's a black woman that y'all don't like her i'm just saying it's because she's a black woman that some of y'all don't like her right um so if you know if you want to if you don't want to have that conversation that's fine but i'm living in reality and part of it is and you it's the only time where people want to act like sexism and race don't play any factor is during these fucking democratic primaries and i'm so sick of it i'm just not doing it with people but 
yeah like him being an old white jewish man um means that he gets he doesn't even have to worry about likability no he does not he's a very angry man he's very he cuts people off he points his finger at people during debates um you know he's an ornery disheveled old man and we never have had any conversations once about whether or not he's a likable guy because he doesn't have to be likable men do not have to be likable i wish more people would not no i'm I'm sorry to stop you i wish more people would say that dudes could be fucking dicks and they could act like assholes and they will get motherfucking respected if a woman frown her face up wrong she's a goddamn bitch right so um when i express like you know likability for women candidates being a problem that men don't face you don't need to come at me with well there's some policy issues too i'm not talking about policy issues obviously we're just talking likability that men just do not get measured up no one asks, do you like donald trump no one cares no one cares he's out here grabbing pussies could be in colluding with russia all this shit no one ever goes i just don't like him you know the way he smiles or the way There's he says about him yeah he can insult his uh, debate partners and shit in the middle of the debate and people go ha 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 you know they never go well i just don't like them but women they have to smile if they're smiling too much i can't quite put my finger on it you know if they're what what kind of hot sauce are they using Mm -hmm. what what kind of um what kind of clothes are they wearing are they you know like they have to do this extra level of shit that men just don't have to do and so i welcome bernie back to be honest because if that's dudes win somehow and that's the candidate i will uh vote for him i wonder if he'll be the candidate though i think a lot of people overestimated his popularity in my opinion because his biggest uh support last year was just people not wanting to vote for hillary clinton agreed and i think that got glossed over because it's like he was a strong candidate it's like was he a strong candidate or was 25 years of anti-hillary clinton shit enough for anyone to get a lot of the vote if they ran against her and it was just her and them you know in the democratic primary and keep in mind she trounced him it wasn't like it was close she whooped his ass um you know he he never really broached the black vote in any serious way um with uh the with the most of the people who are already black democratic voters he has an influx of new and younger voters that were black and brown that that did support him to some extent but then the question becomes for those voters they're now four years they're now going to be four years older um they're no longer new voters they're no longer first time getting involved in the political process they're going to be a little more jaded they've seen what what trump looks like are they still gung-ho rah 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 i'm galvanized for bernie because now those same voters don't have two choices those same voters now have however many choices there are in the democratic ticket at and, this point and, and there's a lot right we don't know how many fucking hats gonna be thrown in there that shit gonna be like uh the the friday night playoffs this is gonna we might have eight days of debates right so uh it's just gonna be interesting but it'll i, I kind of welcome his presence back to see i hate that the bots are back and the bros are back i would like i said i with all these candidates i won't be engaging in online arguments about them i take my citizenship in american in america seriously because yes i do um one thing i was th- i was listening to three guys on and randolph was talking about you know uh the the race the political race that's about to start up and he was like you know he said he read an article someone said uh um 
people talk about voting for the lesser two evils and and how they're not with that and he said but i you know the in the article the woman was like but i am for less evil (laughs) and to me that's been like this major point that gets missed in all this shit i am for less evil yes and i think objecting abstaining kicking the can down the road acting like you're not part of the process when you have the power to go out and change who occupies what offices locally and nationally um i think it's a mistake a lot of people make and it's a lot of they want to say hey 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 i had nothing to do with this i just voted for someone who i knew had no chance of winning or i didn't vote at all or whatever and they want to go so it's not like it's my fault donald trump is doing this or whatever and i think that's that that's how they sleep at night that makes them feel good but for me personally i can't i don't view it that way Mm -mm. i view it like we have a chance to change uh who occupies in these positions and when i get a chance i'm going to use my voice i'm going to use my vote i'm going to use our platform to advocate for the people that i think will do less harm because i have never been under the illusion that america was anything less than an imperialist evil state i happen to be born here but you know that also gives me a duty and to to be like how do we affect it to make it less fucked up than it is and you know while i can have my pie in the sky theory you know the truth of the matter is you don't get to to me you don't get to be those people that like talk about drone strikes only for obama and then don't go i haven't said anything about donald trump who has actually escalated drone strikes the last two years you wouldn't know this because the people who were talking about it don't talk about it anymore no they don't because they essentially didn't care right um you know the people that went jill stein or i'm not gonna vote or whatever they just don't talk about these things anymore mm-hmm. mark lamont hill will be back you know all these people will be back that have taken a few years off you know essentially gone to their lives retreated to whiteness retreated to you know whatever money and shit and class and privilege they have they'll be back to try to speak for all of us now um but for those of us that have been talking about this shit daily um that have not gone away that have also talked about the things that trump has done um that have some regard for the level-headed professionalism of in a barack obama um of a hillary clinton who think that those people are better qualified and would have done would not have done what trump is doing um yeah we ain't going nowhere either and you know we're going to continue to to use our voice for it and i think it's been it's very uh, hopefully people will change but it's been very irresponsible to watch people how they've become silent you know and now that bernie's back you're seeing some of these people start talking again and i'm like no i'm not listening to you you know you were cool with this shit for the last few years i haven't forgotten right and you know everybody on the internet does not have the attention span of a squirrel some people do it's a lot of people on the internet their attention span is like a squirrel or a cat or a dog it's something the second something else happens that's the thing they run to but there are a lot of us we got long-term memory and we remember and we're going to be like nah dog i remember i'm not here just for the fad just for the wave just for what's ever popping now because i'm bored and i ain't got nothing else to do at home today i actually uh remember the shit that you did right so it's gonna be interesting because like i said the double standards will become more and more obvious i think as you know if biden and especially if biden and uh and bernie are in the race i think the double standards will be pretty obvious it's it's kind of hard to 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 hold 
uh kamala harris's prosecutorial um record against her when she was essentially doing under the orders of the same people that were writing the crime bill like it doesn't happen none of it happens in a vacuum you know so it's going to be interesting to see how people find a way to excuse that for white men even a lot of woke black people will do it but somehow kamala harris is more you know held to the fire than they are um and i really think it's because they think she's a threat and i feel like we're going to be talking about her a lot for the next year and a half because clearly she at least to me as a layman she clearly a fucking threat because that's the only person people talk about you know bernie entered the race and it really hasn't like shifted a lot he's earned i think four million dollars he's he's raised in a day um but it really hasn't changed the focus of the race it's still you know fuck like they were still talking bad about hillary clinton for most part today i'm like okay that that has nothing to do with 2020 what are y'all gonna do right and the thing is a lot of people waste a lot of time and energy talking about people that we can't fucking vote for we can't vote for barack obama again hillary clinton most likely is not running again let's talk about the things at hand but the thing is people don't want to talk about the thing at hand because that would actually uh, mean they would have to actually fucking pay attention and read and, and not like do clickbait articles and everything can't be black and white if you really want to have you know real true discussions so I'm under the I am under the not illusion but I am I have come come to the conclusion that, that the average person on the internet does not really uh, care about the debates at hand like if you talk to them in real life they'll talk to you but when people get on the internet it's almost like night and day with a lot of people oh yeah I, like we said last year I, or at least i said last year i i don't 2016 really taught me that the internet focus is totally different than regular walk outside your house life right you know no nobody's talking about kamala harris and hot sauce with any level of like pure like actual uh relevancy to voting for her except on the internet and and that's just because those niggas need something to talk about i saw that john wayne was trending this morning because someone brought up a playboy um interview he did from like 1971 or some shit and he was trending and i said oh because y'all have shit to talk about it's right you know it's ted bundy all over again like these things on the internet take a life on their own but outside are they really impactful discussions that we want to have outside not really it's just a thing to share on the internet or to talk about or be disgusted with or whatever and the truth kind of doesn't really matter on the internet like that so it's you know it's whatever dog yeah and one more thing before we move on i know that hillary clinton pushed uh, a lot of the topics and a lot of things we discussed to the left Mm -hmm. even more than barack obama Mm-hmm. and a lot of people were afraid at where she was pushing it to and she catered towards brown people black people mm-hmm. black women like she catered towards us she did and i'm gonna tell you this when the voting populace has been served they will not go back so black people particularly black women go hey y'all are gonna have to cater towards us and mm-hmm. that's why they're trying to strike her down before we even get anywhere because they know that black women are going to come at like 90 something you know close to 100 percent, and they go like hey cater towards us no you're not going to skip our issues no you're not going to ignore our issues because the last candidate we voted for talked to us like we was a fucking voting populist like we goddamn mattered no you're not going to be able to gloss over it and blend everything now, together to what could be oh, a shit. major development Sorry. in the justice 
sorry go ahead no problem blend everything together and act like this trickle down uh racial economics gonna fucking matter no we're black our issues matter talk about our shit and i think that brown people are a big voting populace that's why everybody is is gun ho about this fucking photo suppression and all this other bullshit because they don't want us out in the polls uh to vote and i think that that's one reason why they're going to be trying to strike down anybody that's uh outside of the norm of, a, of of an old white man well i think also that they're just scared of her specifically her correct you know which is interesting because like this this will now be the second time and <clears throat> it should be a, a disappointing to any black people that support bernie um at least i would think it would be disappointing i'm not one but i would be i would be disappointed if i was one um the fact that y'all haven't just run um you know nina uh i think it's nina turner i don't understand like i don't i don't understand like she she's the same candidate same platform uh younger black a woman why aren't y'all just running her i you know it i I don't you know instead of having her out here basically telling everyone that bernie isn't racist or his you know to say like to try to mitigate the harm of his campaign and his stances and his refusal to kind of speak on racial topics in any substantive way why not just run her she's a better candidate i think she might could win I, i i don't i've been thinking this for like at least three or four years now and you would think 2020 would be the time where he would be like you know what you do it uh let me advise you let me um be a uh let me pick me for your vp you know something like that and he's just like nah man i got to be all up in the videos and shit and i yep i don't understand i, I mean i don't personally feel any way about the ageism shit i don't you know i I don't really support telling somebody they too old to run for president shit i know some people do it's just not my thing i think if your brain's still working and you and you can do the job why can't you do the job you know but knowing how america feels about ageism i'm surprised they haven't just run a younger black woman that has the same platform correct but uh anyway um there's new developments in the jesse smollett rumor mill um they're now saying that uh the fbi is it and oh also i do have to say this about the jesse smollett shit because it is important (laughs) i need people to stop lying saying that nobody talks about rumors and leaks and shit normally yes the fuck they do guys guys we like i know you know we want to support jesse we want to be like you know i believe you and i'll give you the benefit of the doubt because i definitely am like that but this shit where it's like you never see rumors come out about nothing yes the fuck we do all the time xtmz all the time and we talk about it all the time you know whether it's rihanna's face that wasn't supposed to come out Mm-mm. you know whether it's um fucking uh shit the laquan mcdonald tape we saw that we we saw that because it leaked you know like it I, I shit the entire trayvon martin ordeal leaks like people are really trying to act like they don't never 
listen to leaks or anything or because the sources come from the police we don't talk about it we always talk about it i mean you got to accept it wholeheartedly or be like oh yeah this is the truth but people really acting like it's something different like you can't even talk about it nah you it's gonna be talked about you know this is kind of that that thing where people get like so ridiculous one way or the other and it's like that's kind of ridiculous y'all we let's 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 live in reality where we know that you know uh motherfuckers leak shit and unless somebody doesn't sign some nda or get caught whistleblowing it's going to get leaked out in the in the fucking days of tmz where people pay to get this kind of scoop and shit like it be it's everywhere it's on the news and people acting like you can't talk about it on facebook like that's so crazy to me like everybody need to chill a little bit um but i know agendas is kind of clicking right now and everybody's right. like pro or for because i have seen the speculation of like everything every leak is the truth whether it's contradictory or not like <laughs> just uh, just chill anyway now the fbi is involved and the u.s postal inspection service uh, and they're currently investigating whether he played a role in sending a threatening letter addressed to him at empire chicago studio prior to the alleged attack because he was saying i got this letter and you know now this maga attack is kind of escalation of threats from this letter that y'all the police did not take seriously um and so i saw like somebody uh somebody had an article that said like you know it could be because this letter wasn't taken seriously that he did a crime on himself to make it you know and i'm like i will see right i mean that's the thing it all sounds crazy at this point yes it does the whole thing's like a big ass conspiracy at this point like i don't know what to believe at this point i'm just Mm -hmm. hoping like i'm just hoping he's telling the truth just because i don't want to have to not believe this dude period that's it like and then like i said i'm willing to be like well he got me you know what i'm saying because a lot of people's their ego is like my ego is like i never get got so y'all fools y'all suckers Mm -hmm. out here believing people and i'm like i don't want to live in a world where every time something happens like this my first instinct is like well i just don't want to get got so i'm gonna believe all i'm gonna join up with the side of the people that's like you know this y'all making up these hate crimes and shit um (laughs) like i saw like i saw andy say on twitter i think it was him that was like do people out here like after years of never believing anybody i finally got one (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh so yeah man that's the newest twist to the shit it seems like every day it's another twist to this every day dog to this thing Uh, apparently the brothers have also told investigators that smollett paid them to help him orchestrate and stage the january 29th attack that he said occurred near chicago apartment um and um they said that uh yeah the brothers are the ones that are the sources for this that claim that uh he became upset after the a letter threatening him was sent to the empire show studio and it didn't get enough attention so i i don't know man like if any of this shit is true i i wonder what what's going on with him if it's true and if it's not true like there's a lot of people now involved in this fucking conspiracy at this point you know like mm-hmm. pe- i've seen people allege like it could be the police that attacked them I- i've seen so many things at this point it's just like who knows how this shit is gonna shake out nobody knows i guess these are the days of smollett <laughs> right and the damn uh 
the police ain't verifying shit like they're just like man we just need to talk to him again and they haven't charged anybody so we'll see um and they did allege that he gave them that he helped them purchase the rope and they had a receipt for it and all this shit but i'm like who purchased the bleach i mean come on it's a lot of a lot of holes in the story i don't know what's happening uh speaking of a lot of holes mm-hmm. uh shoes is closing all their stores and filing for bankruptcy that makes sense makes sense to you mm-hmm. okay because like i said you could pay more but why so nobody was paying more <laughs> you know it's funny if you've been to pay less uh it's not pay less no more like it actually costs more like they don't just sell cheap shoes and shit anymore no they don't but i think people didn't know and then they had that didn't they have that viral ad campaign this year where they basically had instagram influencers come out and they pronounced it differently or something like mm-hmm. pales i don't know how they pronounced it but palessia or something and they had people being like oh yeah i like these shoes and then they were revealed to them like these payless shoes yeah and it's also one of those things with a lot of people kind of grew out of payless because we are of the generation where the payless shoes were patent leather they hurt your feet they were poor quality so as we got older most of us the average most people in their 30s and 40s when the last time you've been to a payless shoe y'all do you it's the payless yo jam unless you're going to buy like some flip-flops or something like that most mm. people don't shop at payless wonder what this means for dsw then oh that's the warehouse place and mm. they sell like how high, high heel high heel shoes oh they are just fine they forever gonna be packed okay all right um let's see what else is happening the latest hair trend for women is ditching dye and embracing their natural gray hair mm-hmm. well ain't nothing wrong with that for so many years having gray hair meant that you were old the times are changing less and less women are dying their hair and embracing <laughs> their natural gray or white hair meant that you were old that's part of getting older right getting gray hair mm-hmm. uh, but 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 uh, but like you said like you said before society just makes people fly like old uh, damn it something wrong with being you ain't gonna be young forever sorry to inform people of that that's not gonna happen and guess what it looks fabulous it does there are even accounts popping up on social media to share photos and celebrating uh celebration of going gray no matter what age you are it is normal for people to start getting gray hairs as early as adolescence yeah Uh, many don't get grays until their 20s and 30s and often dye their hair until they are old check out some amazing photos of gorgeous women going gray and there's a bunch of instagram of white women going gray so yeah yeah i don't know where the sisters are in this Uh, article it's beautiful uh uh, sisters with like salt and pepper gray hair on black it is gorgeous on black women and i've seen it long i've seen it bobbed i've seen it cut all types of ways i think gray hair is absolutely uh gorgeous but that's just me i know a lot of uh women because society and and judgment and all that shit they're like no i can't have the gray and all that shit which is excuse me you're right but you know and there's nothing wrong with dying you i've I've dyed my hair too i've never had a gray hair but I, i got a feeling i would just let mine grow out but that's just me yeah i love it like i love it i I just love people loving themselves you Mm -hmm. know what i mean we're just like yeah my hair is fucking gray what's wrong with that you know what i mean like why would that be a problem for anybody because i'm old that's that's what you do when you get old yeah you know and i know aging bothers people and stuff but Mm -hmm. i mean not even just the 
because i'm old but just on some like i mean some people go great early they i mean do. just it's just something about people being like no nah, i love myself i love how i look i love my hair or whatever because it's gonna do whatever it do and it take a lot of work you know especially for women it takes so much work to like <sighs> try to like fashion yourself into what people consider acceptable and be in denial of your age and your hair and your weight and your this and your that and to see people be like nah fuck it man i love myself right here where i am uh it's kind of revolutionary and it's beautiful and i think i I think it's like attractive not just like sexually but just like as a human being it's like attractive that energy of like yeah fuck it i got gray hair and me too because as a woman you've got to get some point in your life where you're like fuck it this is what you're gonna get (laughs) you know i know some women are like i'm gonna keep my shit together till i drop dead but you've got to get to the point where you like you know what you're gonna have to deal with the varicose veins you're gonna deal with the gray hair you're like like this is what you're gonna get because i can't change it yeah um so it's just what is what it is you know and i mean it's a natural thing everybody gonna get it eventually and you know if not then you know good luck to you right and like i said alternative is death so i will be more than happy to rock my grades uh no opposites do not attract everyone seems to agree that opposites attract young and old people happy and distressed couples single folks and married partners <laughs> all apparently by the classic adage about love relationship experts have written books based on this assumption has even been internalized by people who are on the hunt for a partner with 86 percent of people to those uh percent of those looking for love saying they're seeking someone with opposite traits the problem is that uh that's what's true of magnus is not always true of romance as i explained in my book great myths of intimate relationships dating sex and marriage people tend to be attracted to those who are similar not opposite to themselves uh this is on the conversation.com um yeah it's interesting that i think people do get kind of and maybe it's i think it's also pushed on us from movies and shit it's always like where are these two people incongruent and how are they gonna find love together and it's always like you know he's a slob and she's a need freak let's see how they finally and i'm like that just sounds like stress right y'all got to have something in common like y'all everybody can't be to the extremes because like you say uh yeah because i know me i'm not a neat neat freak i will clean up but stuff can be out of place i'm not gonna fucking panic every time something's out of place i will go crazy yeah so i was reading this thing and this um just talking about the kind of analysis they were doing Mm -hmm. um whether people really find opposites more attractive has been the subject of many scientific studies researchers have investigated what combination makes for better romantic partners those who are similar different or opposite scientists call these three possibilities the homogamy hypothesis the heterogamy hypothesis and the complementary hypothesis respectfully the clear winner is homogamy since 1950 social scientists have conducted over 240 studies to determine whether similarity in terms of attitudes personality traits outside interests values and other characteristics leads to attraction in 2013 psychologists matthew montoya and robert horton examined the combined results of these studies in what is called a meta-analysis they found an irrefutable association between being similar to and being interested in the other person in other words there's a clear amount of convincing evidence that birds of a feather flock together for human beings the attractiveness of similarity is so strong that it's found across cultures many similarity uh because similarity is associated with attraction it makes sense that individuals in committed relationships tend to be alike in many ways sometimes this is called assortative mating 
uh although this term is more often used to describe the ways in which people with similar levels of education attainment financial means and physical appearance tend to pair up uh none of this necessarily means that opposites don't attract both homogamy and hypothesis and a complementary hypothesis could be true but is there a scientific but is there scientific support that opposites might attract at least some of the time uh love stories often include finding partners who seem to have traits that they that they lack like a good girl falling for a bad boy in this way they appear to complement one another for example one spouse might be outgoing and funny while the other is shy and serious it's easy to see how partners could view the other as ideal one partner's strength balancing out the other partner's weaknesses in fact one could imagine the friends and relatives of a shy person trying to set them up with an outgoing person to draw the shy one out the question is whether people actually seek out complimentary partners or if that just happens in the movies and the movies because uh you know that that's a fairy tale because and it's all about people's individual individual people you know because that opposite thing that's cool and some that there are some parts of your partner in my experience that are opposite but there are some fundamental things we can't be opposite on or else it, 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 it'll be a problem like it'll be a constant conflict as it turns out it's pure fiction there's essentially no research evidence that the the, that the differences in personality interest education politics upbringing religion or other traits lead to greater attraction for example in one study researchers found that college students preferred descriptions of mates whose written bios were similar to themselves or their ideal self over those described as complimenting themselves other studies have supported this finding for example introverts are no more attracted to extroverts than they are to anyone else um but why are we so sure that opposites attract despite overwhelming evidence why does the myth of heterogamy endure there are probably a few factors first contrast tend to stand out even if the partner and a couple match on tons of characteristics they may end up arguing about the ways in which they are different i think that's very true mm-hmm. i think a lot of people will convince themselves that i'm with my opposite because they find the place and it's like most things you find a place where you're not congruent and then you obsess over those you know like karen's extroverted i'm introverted um but i wouldn't be like well karen's my complete opposite you know we're just like we're not complete opposites but Mm -mm. i think people start romanticizing that because it's been it's been romanticized in all our fiction right everybody's the the man's this and the woman's that my partner's this and this part and the other one's this and it's always kind of like yeah but y'all are probably more like than not correct like i I don't like because and i know that people know it's bullshit because i remember what those articles are like i'm a feminist and i'm married to a trump supporter how my marriage works and everybody would be like leave bitch are you crazy (laughs) it's like oh so we do understand that that's not really a thing where Mm -hmm. you can be like completely antithetical to me and i'm in love with you that's crazy beyond that there's evidence that small differences between spouses can become larger over time in their self-help book reconcilable differences psychologist andrew christensen at brian dawson neil jacobson describe how partners move into roles that are complementary over time for example if one member of the couple is slightly more humorous than the other the couple may settle into a pattern where the more slight where the slightly more funny spouse claims the role of the funny one while the slightly less funny spouse slots into the role of the serious one scientists have demonstrated that yes partners grow more complementary over time well they may begin as quite alike they find ways to differentiate themselves by degree 
yeah and i do think different there's nothing wrong with differences and having mm-hmm. different personality traits and different things that y'all do and are into i think that's only natural because you still want some independence and some individuality in your relationship right you know i think that's a natural inclination if, if one of y'all if you know is uh highly into sports and you know you and the other one's not and then maybe i become the person that's like you know what i'm my sundays i'm gonna leave the house and that's my my i go to my book club or some shit and you go to the sports bar and that's fine yeah and it doesn't have to be the end of the world yeah and, <laughs> you know and it's one of these things where a lot of people have bought into this myth and i'm amazed how many people i've got to do everything with my partner you would go fucking that shall i two y'all were two individual people before you met you're gonna be two individual people in the marriage well also it's just that thing too where like we if like we have to find we may not have started individually in that area like i might not have been in the book clubs you may not have even been that hard in the sports but eventually as two individuals we have to find our own groove and i can see how 10 years into the marriage now i am a book club person and you are a sports person and that's fine um that's healthy uh in the end people's attraction to differences is vastly outweighed by our attraction to similarities people persist in thinking opposites attract when in reality relatively similar partners just become a bit more complimentary as time goes on anyway i thought that was interesting i read that a while ago and i saved it to talk about but yeah i also think the other thing people don't talk about too is the stress that you get when you really are with somebody that's opposite to you it's a lot you know i think you know like on a little thing and a little cute basis i can see that but mm-hmm. when it's like it's you know i'm a homebody this nigga's in the club five nights a week that becomes now a it's problem. just stress like there's a there's a level there's like a fine line between like you know i don't know i like to go to the movies and i like to uh watch netflix at the crib like we can make some things work on that we can find a compromise right but this i you know i like to make america great again i like being a good person yeah not a comp- not a lot of compromising no you're not you're just stressing me the fuck out right if one person is a workaholic and the other person's like i work my 40 hours not taking my ass home that might be a problem after right. a while i'm a good parent i don't want children you know <laughs> come on yeah, like it, 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 it's it, gonna be a conflict yeah um all right let's get into some other stuff let's talk about uh fucking with black people just fucking with those black people we just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody yay all right let's get into it um not to be outdone okay we took president day off but we had to get back to fucking up black history month okay (laughs) and burberry is the latest to hop themselves in the game that's ice cream right no burberry is a fashion label oh high high fashion um fashion brand burberry has apologized for showcasing the hoodie that featured a noose around the neck sh- during its show at London Fashion Week. Oh! 
the retailer said it's removed the item from his collection after criticism from one of his own models led to online backlash here's my favorite part we are deeply sorry for the distress caused by one of the products featured in our a slash w 2019 runway collection said mario uh, marco gobetti uh burberry chief uh executive officer wait were you thinking about pink berry that's what i was thinking about because you said berry so i thought it was ice cream you know ice cream my bad it's okay though the design was inspired by the marine theme that ran throughout the collection it was insensitive we made a mistake the design was criticized by model liz kenny who featured who was featured in the show but claimed her concerns about the use of a noose were dismissed what they didn't want to listen to you here's like i said my favorite part kennedy's objection what do you think it was karen this is a noose mm-hmm. that was the objection okay do you think it was just because it was a noose and that's it is racist okay so racism okay suicide is not fashion she wrote on instagram it's beyond me how you can let a look resembling a noose hanging from a neck out on the runway i had to ask to speak to someone about it but the only thing i was told to do was write a letter she also mentioned the horrifying history of lynching that the noose shape evoked a connection that was also picked up on by critics on social media yeah suicide was that where everybody went that we all go to suicide because <laughs> i went straight to sism i went straight to racism racism. i skipped right past suicide and went to racism street and said what the fuck is this oh my god Uh, (laughs) oh oh man anyway i mean when i think of suicide that is not necessarily i when i see a a a like a, a fucking rope like i think about lynching uh, and maybe that's because we're in america i don't know maybe because i'm black <laughs> your guess is good as mine karen anyway zero to a hundred a hundred it's got to be a competition right i give it a hundred as well but it's got to be a competition I, and i'm i hate to say this guys and i know it's a very popular black opinion but i don't think they're doing it on purpose and i don't think they're trying to keep black people from wearing their clothes i legitimately think racist white people don't even be thinking about us Mm -mm. and that is honestly even worse they don't have to i'd rather them do the conspiracy to make me think they just want to go viral because it doesn't make sense to honestly it like financially it makes no fucking sense to be like let's put out something racist and get a big storm brewing and lose money like it doesn't make any fucking sense yeah they don't have nobody in any power to be like hey something about that ain't right yeah like all the shit gucci did with dapper dan in the wake of their shit it's not they're clearly not intentionally doing it Mm -mm. in my opinion the coolest monkey in the jungle they're not they don't think of us enough to do it intentionally or it would be much more blatant we'd obviously pick up on it even it wouldn't be some like subliminal shit it'd just be like a straight up like black kid with a noose around his neck hanging from a tree in some gucci clothes like it would like yeah, that they, white people don't really do subtle racism well no they instead of having a white model they had a black model go down the runway with this noose around the neck but i think it's worse and i don't know i think yeah me too i think a lot of black people feel like the conspiracy is worse and i'm like no 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 no. it's worse to do this because you're everyone's fucking up around you and you are so oblivious because you don't care a fuck about black people's feelings at all didn't consider you it. don't care about 
anyone else's blackface scandal you don't care about these uh you don't care about these other fashion lines getting in trouble right only thing you said to yourself was i think it's cool to have a noose on a shirt that's all you said you know because even on the suicide tip i could see somebody being upset by it like you right know, and be like up oh, take it down to the, like, right like, uh, and the thing is and they didn't care when that model brought it up to them right and what what would have happened if she would have refused to walk out there with it it'd have been a fucking controversy i don't know that she wore it though okay yeah, yeah. but but the model that wore it what yeah. happened if that model would be like i'm not walking out here in this they would have been appalled like, i can't right. believe, like what's so offensive about this what's wrong with you right what happened if she'd have been like i'm not walking in this I, the fact that they were warned about the suicide angle and didn't give a fuck it's just so wow. you know they weren't thinking about anything else magnifique um let's see what other news we got a man allegedly pointed a pistol at a maga hat wearing couple and shouted today is a good day for you to die oh no <laughs> yeah it was a white man too oh white yeah. on white crime Ooh, shaking the table a supermarket shopper fetching food with his elderly mother went ballistic by drawing a loaded pistol and pointing at a kentucky cust- uh couple solely for wearing red make great make america great again or maga caps and uh, the surviving victim told newsweek james phillips 57 of cottonwood texas not was, cottonwood I mean, he is tired of y'all shit cottonwood tennessee i'm sorry tennessee it don't matter it's called cottonwood so that alone let you know that he was not for the shits he was jailed and slapped with wanton endangerment and making terroristic threats when he allegedly pointed a loaded glock 40 caliber gun at the couple ah. when he drew a 40 caliber and stuck it in my face he took a few steps backwards when he does it and he looked at me and told me this is a good day for you to die the near fatal standoff between phillips and the unarmed 52 year old truck driver detoured him away from the checkout aisle to pay for groceries with his wife sherry not detour my thing is how do we know these two i, I don't blame them these could have been the two people that attacked justice so you got to keep the good the beat the heat on you don't let them get on you first Mm-mm. they probably was buying some bleach the incident occurred around 4 45 p.m on saturday inside sam's club located on Campbell boulevard near neil o'brien court according to a bowling green police report obtained by newsweek Responding officers claimed in the report they received multiple callers describing a man clad in a gray sweatshirt with a veteran's hat who pulled a gun on the pierces while standing next to a gold Honda car parked in a handicapped spot and allegedly barking at Sherry. It's a good day to die, bitch. Pierce said he and his wife were headed to the checkout lane and each were wearing red mega cap, mega caps with white letters spelling out the famous calling card slogan for President Donald Trump while i was saying something to my wife he flipped us off up until that moment they crossed paths with the honorary sands club shopper they had been showered with approval for donning their recently brought mega hat mega hats around the town mm-hmm. we wore it to the dollar store and wants to get gas and we got so many compliments white people y'all you know them yeah you in cotton pecker wood tennessee whatever the fuck you said it was <laughs> right uh also uh population 50 also though the thing is i feel like this is what white people do when we not around like right. like they went in the dollar store and there was white people in there and there was like i like those hats you know they whispered it anyway random thumbs up i got black friends but uh love those hats that's how you get them votes everybody think it's the hat wearing motherfuckers that's giving him all the going to the rallies it's, it's all the motherfuckers in suits and ties and shit walking right by you right a former democrat uh who is now a proud republican pierce he voted for trump and plans to vote for a second term 2020 said 
people see us and say love your hat thank you for wearing that hat thank you for taking a stand they're gonna take them bullets <laughs> the man whom cops will later identify as pierce was allegedly within arm's distance waving both his middle fingers at them um uh as terry turned around to figure out what was happening sherry started protesting to ask phyllis excuse me did you flip us off and the man who pierce described as dressing camouflage cargo pants a gray hoodie and a baseball cap with a u.s army emblem on it as he appeared to take pride in insulting hand gestures yes i did because of them damn hats you got on phillips then allegedly started cussing at them pierce said he decided to get in front of his face and flipped him off before he said he retorted back it goes both ways buddy and that's when phyllis allegedly drew his piece he pulled out the 40 cal and pointed at my face as phyllis was aiming at pierce he allegedly started slowly retreating backwards and ran his mouth off again he looked at me and told me this is a good day for you to die by this point pierce was determined to teach phyllis a lesson i said pull that mean trigger you son of a bitch pull the damn trigger put it down and face me like a man what is the end of a white man impossible white man movie right he remembered telling we just gonna have 50 50 cuffs he remembered telling the armed supermarket shopper both men kept screaming and hollering back before phyllis allegedly tucked his 40 in his pants by the small of his back a sam's club store manager then arrived and attempted to stand down a determined pierce managers asked pierce did he just pull a gun on you after the pierce confirmed what happened the manager dialed 911 pierce fearing phillips would get away decided to follow him into the parking lot i went after him he said adding that his wife gave chase as well not a few paces to the right of the supermarket was where phillips was idly allegedly waiting for his elderly mother to come out with the groceries pierce said he took a photo of the license plate and continued to jaw with phillips he's standing there and tells me you assaulted me i told him i didn't touch you it's on video that the bickering was halted for a few minutes as phyllis mother sauntered over and tried to make peace she says please can you just stop this pierce said she told him he attempted to let her know that it was phyllis who had gone off the rails i said ma'am he is a damn idiot he is not leaving until the police get here she attempted to appeal to her weak constitution and allegedly responded y'all are gonna give me a heart attack oh poor aunt may by the time police <laughs> arrived and recovered from phillips rear right pocket his glock 40 caliber pistol with a round chambered and two additional magazines in his left cargo pants pocket according to police report indeed he became with that heat according to the police report surveillance video did confirm pierce's story and he did not put his hands on phillips however the footage failed to failed to i guess identify anything after pierce reciprocated with the bird towards phillips because phillips was backing out of view of the camera so they don't actually have him pointing the gun what's more the arrest report suggests phillips was the provocateur who witnessed who witnesses saw pull a gun on pierce inside the store the report states that phillips has a concealed carry permit inside tennessee pierce remains emboldened and refused to mothball his maga hat you bet i will wear it every day when i go to town that's the hat i'm going to grab to put on and as for what he thinks phyllis deserves pierce is also emphatic i'm pushing for the maximum sentence he threatened to kill me twice and threatened to kill my wife twice it's gonna cost him because he will never be able to pack a firearm again he will never be able to own a firearm the lucky man said he's grateful that on the day he stared down a barrel of Phyllis firearm he didn't bring along his 38 caliber pistol to answer him i have a concealed carry it just happens that day i didn't bring it with me said pierce i thank god for it let's see how to had a fucking shootout at the deep the home depot while people just trying to buy fucking pots mm-hmm. and plants and manure well so now i gotta worry about a flying bullet yeah that's in the garden terrible. section yeah that's white horrible. on white crime okay mm-hmm stupid 
sorry go ahead no you got it <laughs> i can wait you know what i don't care all right well i do care uh mr phillips <laughs> come on down to the cookout <laughs> we need security okay well yeah he is security for all the uninvited white people i'm gonna need you to be a, a little bit early waiting by the fence he's gonna be checking out for the mega hats we don't want no because we know the cookout it's gonna be a lot of people trying to interrupt our groove come on trying to find their way in and we need somebody vigilant He gonna be out front with the Glock. He gonna have a forty cal out there. We'll have somebody bring you a bring you a plate over there by the perimeter, which you will be guarding. Oh, come on, because we don't want no disruptions. Mm-hmm. All right, we be sure your tea is good and unsweet. Good and however you want it. Okay, we got you, homie. We're gonna save somebody gonna save you some banana pudding. Okay, come on, you go get some good cold banana pudding over there by the fence okay i will bring you a drink my damn self and you, and you, and you know for the white people to show early we're gonna give you be sure you get a piece of pumpkin pie because there ain't no mm-hmm. black people gonna be eating that we we eat sweet potatoes we're gonna give you a to-go plate for your grandma for your mama too oh yeah oh okay. yeah she should get a plate tell her i hope her heart is doing very well mm-hmm. all right let us know if you need some assistance on that bell come on we'll pass the plate around uh zero to a hundred Karen. <laughs> the hundred. Zero. I'm not fucked with it all by that story. And I know what people are saying, like Rarod, he pulled a gun on two people that's mind their own business. Hey man, them MAGA hats is clan hats to me. You know I, I told y'all they might as well be clan hoods. You know what? I go back to a zero because you know I actually don't care. Sorry. I, I absolutely support an environment where motherfuckers is running up on these clan member motherfuckers and being like you're not welcome in my sam's club okay take that robe off your head Only it's way, a hat it's a fucking right. robe i'm absolutely fine with that so and i don't think it's the same as harassing an innocent black person or somebody that supports social justice nope that motherfucker is a racist we will one day look back on this era in time and be like those people are the confederate flag waving motherfuckers anyway after a black student is kept out of class discussion nyu school acknowledges institutional racism what while traveling abroad this week a black graduate student at new york university said he was told by a classmate that a class discussion was easier to facilitate without a black presence in the room now administrators at nyu silver school of social work have acknowledged that it has a problem with ongoing institutional racism shaheem mclaurin a graduate student in silver school uh at the silver school described the exchange tuesday in a widely shared twitter thread mclaurin said he didn't want to miss his classes while he was in paris for one course he emailed his classmate to ask if any of them could facetime him during the class period no one obliged so mclaurin corresponded with the student who had led that day's discussion to explain how to facetime him in the future mclaurin said on the phone in the phone interview um oh he said that in the phone okay then mclaurin said that the student replied i'm just trying to be honest with you on why we did not end up calling you 
part of the reason the student wrote in the email was because i found it easier to lead the discussion without a black presence in the room since i do not feel since i do feel somewhat uncomfortable with the perceived threat that it poses something which i have been working on but it will take more time than i would like it to be what the fuck was y'all talking about did y'all have a clan meeting what is this what also this uh it's, it will take more time for me to work on this than i would like it to take who gives what also no other student was willing to do it mclaurin posted a screenshot of email on twitter you would think he tweet he tweeted that nyu was not liked especially with their social work program and right you, I know. this a social work program who they gonna be helping uh, black people that they ain't gonna give a fuck about right and brown people that they not gonna care nothing about but i guess it is i'm very tired i've been dealing with this since a start since i started mclaurin told the chronicle that he was very hurt by the email he said he previously raised concerns about this student with the school administration because basically to no avail last semester the student said some blatantly racist things said mclaurin who declined to identify the student the school social the school of social work is troubled by the email exchange john beckman an nyu spokesman said in a written statement no students should be made to feel unwelcome in any setting at nyu because of his or her race in a joint email to the campus three officials neil b gutterman the school's dean courtney r o'malley mealy uh, associate dean of student affairs and james i martin associate dean of academic affairs said they were deeply sorry to hear that a student had experienced exclusion and bias Mm. I, I don't want to hear no deeply sorry when I'm going in fucking debt. I am paying just like the rest of these goddamn students. It costs a lot of fucking money. I'm not showing up for fucking free. No, I'm not going to deal with this bullshit. Both students involved in the email exchange indicated their desire to resolve the issue in the class. I say throw hands. I mean, <laughs> I like to resolve it right now. The administration administrators also said the episode took place in the broader context of ongoing institutionalized racism at silver especially in classrooms last year several graduate student groups wrote a joint letter to administrators saying that the silver school remains a hostile environment for many students faculty and staff of color not enough has changed the students wrote since 2010 when students organized to demand that the school reckon with its environment and its deficient social work education due to its lack of attention to racial justice your social work social work you're going to be dealing with the public in mass society you're going to be dealing with a lot of brown people a Mm -hmm. lot of lgbtq people a lot Mm -hmm. of quote-unquote people considered other you're going to be dealing with these people well i just thought i just thought it would be too difficult if like one of you are actually here to see like what we're talking about you know you might come with your black opinions and then it's gonna get really black and uh, then uh, it's gonna get awkward you know what i mean so I'd rather just, you know, go through this and then just dismiss you and then just be slow to paperwork or, oops, accidentally don't fill out the paperwork, which takes you longer to do the shit. Well, I'll just, you know, hey, we can't FaceTime you because then, you know, I might say something racist again and then we got to have that whole hubba blue and then you got to be talking and yeah, stuff. So now and I got to feel the uncomfortable feelings, you know, and all that jazz. You know how you blacks get when you get upset? You just write in, you call in on FaceTime. You think Harriet Tubman was walking around with a fucking nice shiny fucking dress on with a fucking crown on her head when she was taking <laughs> slaves? <laughs> to freedom! That's what, that's what you thought the black people were going? <laughs> that's what they thought was going to happen on that FaceTime. Yeah, I Other think than I, I'm here for a class that I'm paying for. my mouth to God's ears, I really hate those nigger rats. And anyone else, really, that doesn't have pure white Aryan blood running through their veins. 
I'm happy to be talking to a true white American. God bless white America. And That's welcome to Social Work 101. <laughs> That was what's happening on that phone call today. Oh, hold on. We got a FaceTime. Uh, hold on. We don't need that getting there. Let me send this to voicemail. But, uh, <laughs> like, what the fuck were y'all doing? Like I said, what, what was happening on that phone call? I think I know what was happening on that phone call, on that I class. thought the bitch was white! God damn it! I thought the bitch was white! <laughs> fuck! <laughs> now they won't know how to hear that conversation. I think that's what was happening in that motherfucking call. Oh God, it's it's him again. Oh, hang up. Um, he Don't said, nobody answer. Nobody answer. McLaurin compiled a list of actions that Silver School could should take to address those systemic issues. Professors should be better equipped to facilitate difficult conversations about race. He said that so that students of color don't leave the class feeling attacked or as the butt of a joke. The school could cl- come up should team up with local groups to conduct cultural competency training. He said, "My goal isn't to have anyone expelled because of this email, but it is something that people should learn from." Yeah, it's interesting too because uh, that's his right to not want the people to be expelled but i feel like you know most of the people that are probably gonna become aware of this are just gonna want that person expelled um that being said i do believe there's some merit in the idea that um people can learn in this environment by having some people come in and um you know either hire professors or like you said look team up with local people to add some racial competency and components to these classes i can't imagine what a social work class is that does not examine race i I just i can't even imagine that ever being a good idea it doesn't make any sense so that's ridiculous um all right uh new york city to ban discrimination based on hair basically black people can start wearing their natural hair again under new guidelines to be released this week by the new york city commission on human rights the targeting of people based on their hair or hairstyle at work school or in public spaces will now be considered racial discrimination the changes in the law applies to anyone in new york but is aimed at remedying the disparate treatment of black people the guidelines specifically mention the rights of new yorkers to maintain their natural hair treated or untreated hairstyles such as locks cornrows twists braids bantu knots fades afros and or the right to keep hair in an uncut or untrimmed state in practice i feel like white people are going to be the ones to take advantage of this but in practice the guidelines they get coming into a bed head and everything <laughs> they ain't gonna comb their head white people are gonna be the ones to fuck this up right uh, they're pra- they gonna be like nah you gotta at least wash it <laughs> In practice, the guidelines give legal recourse to individuals who have been harassed, threatened, punished, demoted, or fired because of the texture of their or style of their hair. The city commission can levy penalties up to $250,000 on defendants that are found in violation of the guidelines, and there is no cap on damages. The commission can also force internal policy changes and rehirings at offending institutions. The move was prompted in part by investigations at the complaints from workers at two Bronx businesses, a medical facility in Morris Park, and a nonprofit in Morrisiana, uh, or Morrisania, uh, as well as workers at an Upper East Side hair salon and a restaurant in the Howard Beach section of Queens. The new guidelines do not interfere with health and safety reasons for wearing hair up in the net, or as long as the rules apply to everyone. Right. The guidelines obtained by the New York Times before their public release are believed to be the first of their kind in the country. Wow. 
they are based on the argument that hair is inherent to one's race and can be closely associated with racial ethnic and cultural identities and is therefore protected under the city's human rights law which outlaw discrimination on the basis of race gender national origin religion or uh, other protected classes i gotta send this to uh t with queen of j for a moment in black hair because this is major real major like you know? yeah i mean it's sad that it's just the only place in the in america but also this is major because they uh, they've always argued like no even the army for a long time used to argue the same thing hey we're just telling er- the rules are the same for everybody keep your hair short keep your hair this keep your hair that we don't want anyone cornrowing so if white women can't have cornrows and black women can't have cornrows it's all fair and it's like then you're not acknowledging the historical right. and physical differences of black hair it's not the fucking same no it's not you know it's not i understand when people get upset with white people's dreadlocks because they most they have to mat them and add grease and oil to them and they can't get they can get nasty and shit it's not the same the hair doesn't naturally tangle that way Mm -mm. but black people's hair is not like that and and for y'all to associate that with nastiness grind grit and all this shit that's just your own racial fucking unawareness or racism coming out it doesn't mean it's unkempt it doesn't mean it's nasty it doesn't mean it's dirty right ridiculous so anyway i think that's uh that's cool so congrats new york Mm -hmm. zero to a hundred give it a 50 yeah uh i'm gonna give it you know i'm gonna give it a zero i'm gonna give it a zero i know that you know it's first of its kind and all that Mm -hmm. shit but i'm gonna give it a zero all right uh see what my time looking like uh actually let's get into uh see what i got here um let's do a little bit of lgbtq news guys and then we'll get into uh then we'll get into some guest rights. Sorry. Hit the wrong question you have the answer so tell me what I want to know do you want to funk do you want to funk won't you tell me now won't you tell me now if you want to funk let me show you how do you want to funk with me all right let's get into lgbtq news um a judge says a tampa ban on conversion therapy 
may violate the therapist free speech rights that's right a temp a federal magistrate is arguing that a tampa florida ban on gay conversion therapy violates therapist the therapist's constitutional rights they can still do it they don't got to be me what are we talking about here what do you mean karen so are they so they are banning doing it all together so does that mean the therapist won't have a job or something yes because it's torture they should not be allowed to do this shit oh, the state okay, okay. said you can't do this and so the argument that this magistrate judge amanda arnold sansone is uh, she issued an opinion last week partly siding with the christian ministry organization and two marriage and family therapists in their lawsuit against the city's organ ordinance uh, of tampa florida saying no 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 you should be able to do convergent therapy because it's just a freedom of speech issue no it's not fuck them find another job be a regular yeah. ass therapist yeah to me this is like saying it should be okay to like lynch people or some shit well, it's just freedom of speech right like this what, is difference of opinion no it's not right like conversion therapy should not be a thing and it is torture it is not agreed like the the city spoke and 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 even worse like this is the same state that had the shooting of the post nightclub you know which and i know a lot of people at the time a lot of lgbtq people in florida and across the nation said well even this like rush of florida to try to be like allies now in the past legislation that shows no we're a welcoming place for queer people and queer youth and all this shit is fake and they said look the, the governor's against it many of, of the saying. people holding office are against it they're acting like they're not but in the wake of this tragedy and it's only been a few years and now you have you know a judge making this argument now that now that the coast is clear to be like well it's really just like freedom of speech to hate gay people and to make mm-hmm. them hate themselves and to change and to torture people's children and shit it's really just like a difference of opinion right right she wrote that the plaintiffs sufficiently demonstrated that the ban may violate their free speech uh, rights tampa moved in 2017 to prevent convergent therapy a debunked practice that aims to change individual sexual orientation arnold sensone uh in her opinion recommended a limited injunction against the ban uh uh according to the washington post that was still ban aversive conversion therapy techniques including electroshock therapy electroshocks yeah so she says well we'll ban that but you know you can still like mentally mm-hmm. torture people mm-hmm. she cited a recent supreme court ruling against a california law requiring crisis pregnancy centers to tell women about the availability of other services in the state including abortion effective upholding effectively upholding first amendment free speech rights of medical professionals right the magistrate judge's opinion will now go to a federal district judge who will issue a ruling on the case so mm -mm -mm. that's crazy um let's see what else we got um a former teacher files a lawsuit against chesterfield schools saying she was told to be more quote unquote feminine i.e she identifies as a what people put quote-unquote butch lesbian and so they decide like "Mm -mm, you gotta start wearing dresses and shit right right (laughs) what the fuck get the fuck out of here what the fuck i mean i don't know you know it's not against the dress code for her to dress like she's not violating any dress code the men at the school i'm sure wear the exact same like pants and sweaters mm-hmm. and shit like that Regular and she's the only pants. one that gets told hey i'm gonna need you to go ahead and put on a dress or something a quote-unquote more feminine can you put can you uh maybe get some cleavage out there for us we've decided for your body that 
you know you're not gonna be able to educate the kids meanwhile if a woman wears like a fucking body con dress uh to uh to to to, to teach a class it goes viral on the internet and we're all like shameful whore a black woman because you know yeah, yeah 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 you got to have the right type of body for it to go viral yeah you're right you're absolutely right um you which is a shame wore pants and upset the entire education system that former teacher says she was told she was too masculine and needed to be more feminine. Now, she's filed a lawsuit against Chesterfield Public Schools alleging gender discrimination. She spoke one-on-one -on -one with 8 News investigator Kerry O'Brien, a story you'll see only on 8. If you just throw a skirt on once in a while, we wouldn't have any of these problems. Harassment. What? Flamboyant was a favorite term of theirs. Intolerance. Your appearance is too flamboyant. Your our movements are too flamboyant it's said with intent and that intent is to say that you're gay and repeated reprimands about her appearance it was suggested that if i seemed more feminine i would be less intimidating they use those words to seem more feminine yes dina persico a former chesterfield civics teacher who is a lesbian alleges in a federal lawsuit against chesterfield public schools she faced constant sexual discrimination there were some jokes made like oh should we call her mr persico she tells us she was once banned from the ladies room i went to put my hand on the door and he actually blocked me and he was like no that's not really appropriate you going in there with all those you know with the young female students i felt really humiliated it was an assault on my person and then it was like your basic human dignity i just need to use the restroom that's all i need to do this is gender discrimination. Persico's attorney, Colleen Quinn, tells us the harassment was initiated by administrators and other staff at Providence Middle School and intensified at Midlothian High School. Just this ongoing barrage of criticism directed at her because of how she dresses. Simple shirt. I put on a second layer because it gets cold. Button downs, a sweater or fleece, pants and athletic shoes. That was her typical teaching attire. I'm just not a fashion, like, person at all. Her employee handbook, only a few lines on dress code calling for a professional look. Seemed like they would just kind of find a piece of my outfit to have an issue with that day. But you said other teachers had fleeces on. Oh, yeah, there was, a, I mean, one guy, he was an English teacher. He lived in his gray fleece. I mean, it was every day he wore that thing. And no one said anything to him? No one said anything to him. So why do you think they were saying something to you? Oh, because I'm a girl who is wearing a fleece. Persico taught in another Virginia district for 10 years without issue and has piles of notes from students praising her work in Chesterfield. And if you ask her about teaching civics, something she dreamed of doing since she was a kid, she lights up. And I absolutely loved it. Uh, they also just don't want gay people to exist. Right. Because what they're really saying is if you wore a dress, we could at least pretend to the kids that you're not gay that's what they want to say meanwhile if she wore a dress they'd also be like she looks fucking ridiculous in a dress i guarantee they would because you know what i mean because she's not trying she's not gonna do all that shit that people want women to do to look good like they basically say appeal to the male gaze that's what they want her to do and she's like why the fuck would i do that i'm not trying to get with our niggas anyway you know what i mean like asking men to be sexy what the fuck right. my face i've decided that this is what i want to look like and this is what i feel what makes me feel good and they've said yeah yeah yeah, but that doesn't make us feel good also the word intimidating in there you'd be less intimidating so basically essentially 
women that are quote unquote feminine in people's minds less intimidating men don't find them as offensive yeah because they're making the effort to bow to the gaze of men yeah yeah and we don't have to take it you say seriously right motherfuckers anyway um, the fucking pants off of them yeah i hope she wins because that's that's so ridiculous the money that's so ridiculous um let's see what else is happening Uh, i'll do one more they're all so bad yes they are tennessee natural marriage defense act seeks to strip gay marriage rights the republican bill looks to defend marriages between one man one woman regardless of any court decision to the contrary how many fucking times are we gonna do this oh tennessee on the list they they got the 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 cotton hairy picking town with the MAGA and they got this what is happening in tennessee nearly four years after the supreme court made same-sex marriage legal throughout the u.s in this landmark obergefield hodges decision um republican lawmakers in tennessee are attempting to turn back the clock with legislation aimed at barring gay marriage in the state what is fucking and i and it's not funny is is actually infuriating i fucking said when trump was elected i said he's gonna get to pick the supreme court justice all of the shit that a lot of liberal people take as the law of the land as the rule of this is just how it is now all that recent progress this is not years decades established things even the recent stuff not yet like obviously even roe v wade in my opinion Mm -hmm. but stuff like merit the legality of marriage equality is going to be challenged in the court and it's going to fucking lose all because you wanted to fucking stunt you undid this process progress while also claiming to be so outraged and so liberal and so woke you undid that for your own selfish fucking ego why nobody benefited from it why how you supposed to look people in the face and be like i'm for marriage equality but i just couldn't bring myself to i mean it's hillary Clinton, you know i mean uh, it's just too yeah i know you get it anyway too bad with your kids and your you know your marriage and your insurance and your you know all that shit too bad about that <laughs> you know what i'm saying like, hey too but bad. i'm on i'm on your yeah. side yeah too bad about your rights yeah too bad about the civil rights but i'm on your side though you know it's like we we both kind of doing through it Mm-mm. no we ain't both kind of going through it motherfuckers man but yeah uh tennessee is challenging it because that's what you do you just continue to challenge the shit and then what's supposed to happen is the supreme court goes we not hearing this we're not overturning it but when you know you have a supreme court that is now on the side of these conservative rulings you're gonna have these lower courts be like well actually yeah we it's not settled why don't we uh i'm gonna send this up the chain yeah, and everybody keep pushing it let's just keep pushing it all the way back to the supreme court and there's a lot of money that gets behind these bills yes. because these type of things end up being the landmark cases that change the fucking law of the land yeah and Disgusting. once a lot of this shit get changed it is hard as fuck to reverse it everybody forgets how fucking hard people fought for this shit right people fought people died like do people not understand the laws that we have now and a lot of the freedoms that we have now are being challenged and if a lot of this stuff get turned back a a lot of the things that our ancestors went through we're gonna have to go through some of that some of those things older in life because you have people that was just too selfish and too self-centered to understand that the view was bigger than their 
perspective and their pet peeve or whatever it is that one thing look at the bigger picture vote for people outside of yourself and that's the part that kind of makes me upset and makes me mad and makes me like you know what i'm not arguing with anybody when it comes to this uh y'all can waste y'all time repeating this but stuff like this makes me even more adamant about i'm not here for the stupidity this time all right let's do some guest arrays guys let's do it now that it's time for some guest arrays that's right it's guest arrays time now that it's time for some guest arrays that's right it's guest arrays time that's right it's time for guest arrays the number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. We ask our contestants today, Karen, and the chat room to guess the race. And of course, everyone playing is racist. All right, let's get into it. Well, I know we hear Montreal or uh, 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 Pookie or somebody that that's black. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to be paying attention. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Thieves unwittingly live stream themselves allegedly in the act of stealing and taking drugs. Oh! queensland police today released a video of two men they want to speak to in relation to an alleged break and enter on amazon circuit in the suburb of helensville june 30th four men allegedly broke into a shed on the property while it was under construction and took the cameras solar panels and other items believing to consume drugs at another location according to police but what they didn't realize at the time was that their presence had set off an alert on the phone of its owner 37 year old mckay man um the property owner watched the break-in and robbery live as it was broadcasting from surveillance devices mounted at the construction site oh so was he like the like the uh, all-state man what what i guess so <laughs> you're looking going what's happening here the surveillance camera was stolen during the incident all the while live streaming footage to the owner's mobile phone you think, you, you think his phone was like uh hey nigga your shit getting stole what it was It'll, like no 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 really though no. I, 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 it's not a squirrel this time your shit really getting stolen it's alleged it's alleged that around 4 20 a.m a group of four men had forced entry to the shed at the back of the property the, the mckay man viewed the foot live footage which they was was being uploaded in real time via surveillance cameras mounted at the construction site of the men allegedly stealing property such as the surveillance cameras <laughs> They shit get they shit going live like somebody doing a Twitch stream with people logging on, commenting and shit. Well, the thing is, how did they know they went somewhere else and did drugs? Because they stole the surveillance camera. Karen, pay attention. They stole the goddamn thing that's giving the evidence of what they did. I, I know. No, I, no, no. I'm, I'm just. Oh, I'm just. Mess- I know you're paying attention. I was just joking. Okay, okay. <laughs> Solar panels and a modem then relocated to another address where they allegedly consumed drugs how the hell you steal the thing that's fucking recording you dog what <laughs> you're stealing the the thing this it, it, what it makes no sense case. uh police use the footage to nab 29 year old gavin man and have charged him with several offenses including stealing and entering the premise he's due to appear in the southport magistrate's court on thursday police are yet to apprehend his three accomplices although they have footage of two of the sellers but yet to identify the fourth man care guess the race they're all the same race by the way white all right let's check the chat room and see what they believe um good grief dummy down under white says minerva uh white um says fine wine white uh looks like we're getting mostly whites in the chat 
white says trade that's not a knife i guess that means white the correct answer <laughs> is white everyone got it right and that's them on the footage stretching and smoking ah just just right in front of the camera they don't even know they're on twitch that's them later doing drugs right in front of the camera wow nobody wow yep pretty terrible uh let's go to another one Um, i know the i know the police department's like yes no paperwork Mm mm-hmm yeah um screaming students uh flee classroom as a teacher chops off a boy's hair while belting out the national anthem what it's very patriotic okay this is uh this is the kind of freedom we need in our schools uh california teachers behind bars facing child endangerment charges after videos emerge that show her forcibly cutting several students hair then being belting the national anthem out loud the the teacher has been acting in in an erratic manner all week prompting students to reach out to school authorities but they failed to reprimand her science teacher margaret gazewinger 52 chopped off a student's hair even as he tried to move away from her she threw the hair behind her back when she was going uh, after other students they ran out of classroom screaming as a student ran out of the room gazewinger zinger continued belting out the national anthem while parents and students were appalled by the behavior others came to her defense when everything was going on i was terrified i so badly wanted to blame her i was scared she was going to come back the student told the delta uh the times delta what she did to my classrooms and i was inexcusable i am not trying to make excuses for her i simply ask everyone to reconsider how they view her she is a loving kind lady she is usually all smiles and laughs she is not the miss g we know and love wow that that's a very empathetic student yeah maybe she was off her medications but that's yeah. that's irrelevant the, the thing is students have said something wrong so it was the school's job to investigate that what did y'all you okay i'm okay that was into the investigation what's happening here well guess the race karen oh white karen's going with white let's check the chat room and see what y'all believe miss uh geislinger geisinger's race is um i bet she wasn't a good singer either yeah and the rock is regular come here boy let me cut your hair the <laughs> bonds bursting in air i mean i think they do have her uh some video of her singing it um uh let me see if i can turn it up oops where's the volume okay let's see what it was playing I don't know why it's not giving me volume on this thing. Hey, <laughs> Take a seat. Maybe volume was turned off. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh, what? No, working here. Well, anyway, yeah, she was cutting hair and singing. Um, all right, let's check the chat room. What they believe? This is a white, white. I wish a bitch would cut my black child's hair. White. Supercuts is doing job training programs now. Yeah, white oh she oh say can you see take two inches off the top white i am the real victim white can't keep her hands out of the folks hair white maga hat white she can't cut your hair in this bar we can't cut your hair in this barbershop white the correct answer is white (laughs) 
that small um that's her uh kind of looking glossy eyed up there at the top did it show up yet wow yeah she's a white um so i don't that's that's a ooh, i know them poor kids was scared to death i know good good for them in california though being able to be that uh understanding because i'd have been like that bitch got to go mm-hmm. all right let's go to the bonus round <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race so far. Uh, Karen is two for two, but will she be able to finish on a high note? I will. I, I hope so. And somebody said, yeah, she she did have a, have a decent haircut, so obviously she didn't cut her own hair. Right. Yeah. She well, She sang a different song when she cut her own hair. <laughs> yes, she did um louisville kentucky shortly after he was pulled over by a kentucky state trooper on september 16th near his home in eastern kentucky in eastern kentucky last year david gabbard said he wrote a facebook post sharing his anger at what he felt was an illegal stop just love being pulled over for no reason laugh my house my ass off hashtag maybe next time hashtag police harassment the post read james o'toole with smith o'toole and broke and brooke out of lexington is representing gabbard and diana muncie who live together mr gabbard really didn't know why he was pulled over o'toole said he was a little frustrated for being stopped for what he thought was not no reason he went home and like many people do he posted on facebook how he felt the next day gabbard claims in a federal lawsuit the trooper that pulled him over scott townsley and two others showed up at his jackson county home he shared with muncie and approached him from the front and the perimeter o'toole said the two other troopers passed by a window at the back of the house and saw muncie inside who was in a state of undress when muncie screamed the troopers told everyone in the house to come outside when gabbard went out to see why they were there muncie began recording on her phone officer townsley started mentioning the facebook post immediately i did not harass you yesterday townsley can be heard saying on a recording according to the lawsuit filed at the u.s district court of london kentucky i don't care if everybody knew what you meant i knew what you meant that's the only thing i knew what you meant um what is this if so you pulling me over was a harassment but what is this then you came to my house saw my girlfriend undressed and to tell me that i my facebook post wasn't there what the lawsuit claims another trooper that then took muncie's phone and turned it off and things escalated quickly with townsley slapping and pushing gabbard kicking his dog and trying to entice a fight gabbard said he did not want to fight with the police trooper townsley then took off his badge said O'Toole took off his gun and said fight me as a man as a regular citizen and gabbard still refused to do that wow muncie called 911 yeah, they were just finding a reason to fucking shoot and kill him Monsi called 911, but the dispatcher would not send help because the police were already present, according to the lawsuit. What? The transcript of the 911 call is included in the lawsuit. The 911 transcript says the supervisor of state police is taking care of this complaint. At that point, according to the suit, a trooper noticed two video cameras at the front of the house and showed Townsley. The troopers then returned Muncie's phone and left. O'Toole said the cameras on the house were not working at the time. Oh my God, they're so lucky. 
the plaintiff's attorney said the point of the lawsuit is not about gabbard's injuries but also freedom of speech and the right to feel safe and secure your own home we all had a right to speak our mind on facebook said oh too we we have the rights to our own opinions we shouldn't be have to be afraid of the police coming to down on us because we exercise our first amendment rights and that's exactly what happened he came here to deliver a message to deliver a beat down for exercising his first amendment rights Mm-mm-mm. karen guess the race of uh wait do i have the picture i'm a, guess the race black. of this man who got uh beat up by the police oh black karen's going with black we're guessing the race of the victim not the cops guys so let me see what you got in the chat and then we'll go play some sort of ratchetness uh black says peaches all right um anybody else care to guess uh freedom of speech unless you speak aav or ebonics black black <laughs> white white says minerva decreaser of property value says black rob Aww. he's still alive white says fine wine the correct answer is and most of you guys went with white including karen Mm-mm, i said black i mean went with black including karen i'm sorry mm-hmm and most of you are wrong he is a white man congrats to the couple of people who said he was white i'll take that L. there's a picture of his facebook post as you can see him and his white child and his white wife a girlfriend oh um and then the cops went up there and beat him up man that's wild right and he's i mean lucky he had cameras on his house because honestly it sounded like the police was prepared to do something way worse to his ass mm-hmm. all over goddamn facebook posts well y'all proving me right by harassing me you showed up at my motherfucking house i called 911 they said they already there bitch right Mm-mm-mm. all right let's get into the last thing before we get out of here That's right sword ratchet this time a man brings a sword airsoft gun to a fight uh police cited a roseburg man after he was seen walking around town with a sword and a rifle brandon wesley cook 38 told police he was attacked by four people at approximately 7:45 p.m on christmas eve but instead of contacting police he allegedly went to his home to retrieve a sword and a realistic looking airsoft rifle and went uh, looking for people who had ambushed him oh shit in the process however he was running around and yelling he was going to shoot people scaring those who were passed by <laughs> at one point police said cook pointed the gun at other people in the area officer seized the sword and the gun and arrested cook on suspicion of second degree disorderly conduct and menacing he was cited and released obviously a white man because he's still alive i don't see his yeah. picture but right i'm, I'm going with white insane this motherfucker walking around with a gun they killed tamir rice in seconds the fuck yep he a white man just googled it all right guys we'll talk to you guys uh tomorrow for our walking dead and wine uh and maybe white people news if we have time mm-hmm. uh show so we'll talk to y'all tomorrow until then peace out my nigga
Uh-uh. <laughs> Till then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.